Oh, hey, oh, oh, those are really bright. They're going to do this. You're going to see them change lights around. Um, this is what happens when you try to destroy a tree with your head. Or, or in my case, catch a tree with your head. So I have what's called photosensitivity and um, bright lights and flashing lights um, are difficult. So if you see me put on my sunglasses, it's not try because I'm trying to be Joe Cool. It's because my eyeballs are burning into the back of my head. So, well, thank you for being here. Let's pray for a minute, and then we'll uh, we'll get into a, a unique presentation, I think. Father, we just thank you for today. We thank you, Lord, that you have watched over us and guided our steps. We thank you, Lord, that you guided us here tonight. I ask, Lord, that anything that I say that's of my flesh, you would just burn away as so much chaff. That, Father, there are seeds that you want planted in hearts, planted in spirits, planted in minds. I just pray, Lord, that you would anoint those to reach your people, reach your children. Amen. Amen. We're going to do one little drill because I'm always trying to, you know, I won't say punk Pastor Landon, but I kind of like to poke at him a little bit. So, um, you see, I'm kind of rocking some new shoes here, right? So I want you to practice this. So repeat after me. Pastor Landon. Doug had the coolest shoes. You should let him help you buy some. <laughs> All right, have a seat. Relax. I kind of do. Wednesday nights is kind of like a chill time, so I don't get overly formal um, I generally don't try and answer questions because you'll stump me and then I'll look really stupid but you know we're all here I'm going to read something it's going to be up on the screen later on so Andrew don't panic we're good where we're at um, this is out of the message bible it's first Peter chapter 5 verses 8 through 11 keep a cool head stay alert the devil is poised to pounce and would like nothing better than to catch you napping. Keep your guard up. This is what I love. You're not the only ones plunged into these hard times. It's the same with Christians all over the world. Amen? So keep a firm grip on the faith. The suffering won't last forever. It won't be long before this generous God who has great plans for us in Christ eternal and glorious plans will have you put together and on your feet for good he gets the last word yes he does amen amen so we're the thing we're going to talk about tonight anybody like dutch brothers i'm thirsty hey let's give it up for the worship team weren't they amazing they just came back from an epic outdoor performance in Las Vegas. Um, it's unbelievable. And it was just wonderful to see them in action and, and see how they affect each other. And, and it's just really exciting. So thanks for, uh, for sharing that. That's kind of an inside joke, but now it's outside, so I don't care. So I'm going to talk tonight about the 100-foot life. The 100-foot life. Right? I told you it was coming. So here's what I'm going to do. Let's first just recognize this. I declare over everyone sitting here that you will live to be 100 years old. In Jesus' name, amen. 
All right? You're all going to live to 100. I mean, oh, my gosh, Josh. That kind of rhymes. You see what I did there? <laughs> That's old, isn't it? Even for you. What would you look like at 100? Give me your 100-year-old face. <laughs> I think mine will be very distorted, I imagine. But it's old. But just think of that, to live to be 100, right? Siobhan's grandmother lived to be 99. I mean, she was born in the 1800s and lived to the 90s. Or is that about right? Let's just say the 90s. So she's born in the 1800s and lived in the 90s. Look at the changes. I mean, a big deal was like indoor electricity. You know, they got to lose the outhouse. You know, I mean, I was 1969 when we got our first television set. Black and white with what they called rabbit ears. You move back and forth because the, the reception was lousy. But we were excited because we had one. But just think, 100 years. So I'm going to give you a visual of what a 100-foot life looks like. So, PG, you ready? Do you like that one, Allie? So just remember. All right. Now, you ready? Yep. Okay, go. Eventually, we're going to have to keep that back door open for a few minutes. It's already getting hot in here, so I'd be really glad. Keep going. I can't read it. He's going too fast. Um, hang on. Hang on. You're at 68 feet right there. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Hold, slow down. 94. Six more. Two more steps. Okay. Now I want everyone right there. I want everyone to get up and look. Move. You're going to have to. This is a, this is a group participation. Hey, shake your hand or turn the light on. We can't see you. Smile. There you go. All right, that, there you go. Now you can see him. That's a 100-foot life. All right, just, just drop it. Come on in, Pastor Glenn. All right. So that's a 100-foot life. All right? So for the sake of our discussion tonight, that's your 100 years. 100-foot life. Right? It looks like a long way, doesn't it? Until you start walking. Glenn, how old are you? Walk to 35. I'm not letting him rest. Ben, how old are you? Get down there. Come on. We won't make anybody go past 46 because they'll be out the door and they'll probably leave. They'll go, I'm not doing this ever again. So there you go. All right? Gentlemen, thank you very much. Great job. 35, 48, 46, whatever it was. Yeah, give them. I mean, I, you know, you're clapping because they can walk in a straight line. I mean, it's, you know, it doesn't take much to get you guys happy, so I should do great tonight. So your 100-foot life every year 
is a foot. Because I've already declared you're going to live to be 100. Right? So that means every year is 12 inches. I want you to think about it. Think, think, and we'll get lots of different things. Put up what you think is a foot. Now, just so you know, a foot, oh, I see, I was waiting for the one guy that is like, yeah, I got that. You always keep the smart Alex in the front row because then no one else can see him. I thought I moved you up there because I like you. This, a 12 inches is about the size of a men's nine and a half shoe. So that's a year. Right? Now the amazing thing, let's just keep moving. So how many months in a year? Go ahead, smart guy. 12. Right. How many inches in a foot? Oh, what a quinky dink. Right there. 12 on 12. So then each month of your life is one inch. Now, for most people, right there, don't raise that finger all the way up. I want you to keep it bent, please. This is church. That's about an inch or so. Take a look at it. Look at your hand. In between the second and third knuckle on your middle finger is about an inch, give or take a quarter inch. I have very stubby short hands. I wish Pastor Lamb was here because he's got that stump. And then I could really have fun with that. You know, how do you measure that? What is that? So, anyway. He's not here. I can say whatever I want. And I know he's out to dinner already, so he's not even watching. So this is like, I get like free time. Okay, so years of foot. A month is an inch. Y'all follow me? We together? So how much is a day? Let's just say on an average, 30 days a month. So how much is a day? Here's what I want you to do. Get your phones out. Ask Rabbi Google to show you one thirtieth of an inch. Go ahead. Ask him. Say, Rabbi Google, show me one thirtieth of an inch. You can use whoever you want. I use Rabbi Google. Sorry is always wrong because she's just so sorry. So one thirtieth is a day. Isn't that something? Every hour is, I don't even know what that math is. Somebody that's a mathematician, tell me 24 times 30. I don't know. I'm not, I was, I was a sales guy. I could sell you guys this story, and you have no idea what I'm talking about. But we're going somewhere, okay? 720. So every hour is 1 720th of your day. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Now let's consider the length of our life in comparison to what God has said. What has God said? You know, if you're signed up for it, you can get a promise every day from Bridge Church. I get them. I can get them all over the country now because it seems like I never sit down. But it's cool. And I love them. And I send them on. I send them on to my daughters. Just go, Dad. What are you doing? Like, but then sometimes I say, thank you. I really needed to hear that today. So, 
God said in his word, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Anybody ever felt forsaken, left behind, abandoned? Yeah, man, don't be bashful. I'm there. I know it. You know, just kind of, what am I supposed to do now? But he says, you know, the big God, big poppy, says, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. It was hard for me to get through my head after my life of experience that I wasn't ever alone. You know, I can move past things, but there are certain pictures that are in my mind. And sometimes it's hard to, you know, they say forgive and forget. Man, you don't forget. You got the most sophisticated computer sitting on top of your shoulders. It won't forget very much. But it can be reframed. It can be reframed. It can be looked at a little differently. He says also, I will not leave you as an orphan in a storm. Anybody ever felt like an orphan? Anybody been an orphan? Just alone. Storm is on you. Whatever it is, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional. Anybody ever been in one of those storms? Everybody feel like you're just trying to figure it out on your own? But he says, I won't treat you like an orphan. When you're in the storm, I'm coming. Because as he displayed on earth, he has the power to calm the storm. Right? He says, I knit you together in your mother's womb. I have known you before your birth. Well, who's you? You and you and, I mean, who's you? Well, it's everybody. I mean, either you're the God of all, or he's, then we're wasting our time. Right? Is he really the God of all? If he is, he knit each one of us together specifically in our mother's womb. What happened after that? That's life in America or life in wherever you grew up. Life happens. But we got this hundred foot life that we're looking at. He also says, say a loud no to Satan. And a quiet yes to me, God. And I'll be with you in a moment. Just like that. Anybody ever been there where you just had to have God show up? Like something had to change because maybe you weren't going to make it. I, 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 like you, I know that feeling. I know that feeling. I got left behind enemy lines. And I had to survive for two weeks. And I didn't think anybody was coming. And the day I reached my breaking point, my boys showed up. They came and got me. And they brought me home. Sometimes God will use people with skin on. Sometimes I need Jesus with skin on. And my brother over here is a veteran. Wave to me. We honor your service. But here's what I know. Here's what I know. If, if, if I was deep in the suck and I called him, he'd come. Doesn't matter where I'm at. Because there's a brotherhood. There's a sisterhood. You know, 
my daughters have people they call in crisis moments. We don't live in Dallas anymore. We're up in Seattle. And they come. They show up. We saw, heard songs about victory, the power of God. He knows how it's going to end. He is victorious. See, my own personal dysfunction, I'll go ahead and share some light on here. You know, any of you guys that are studying psychology or sociology, I would make a great case paper. You should start making notes now. <laughs> I always read the end of the book before I start a book. I don't like surprises. I've had enough surprises in my life. I don't want any more. And if the book doesn't end well, I ain't reading it. I'm out. You know, it's like going to a, a, a restaurant and somebody says, well, the food's not very good, but at least the service is lousy. Well, like, why would you go there? Anybody been to a movie that just stunk and you got up and walked out? Huh? I have. You know, if it, it just, I paid for the ticket. I get to vote with my feet or my seat every day. And if it stinks, I'm leaving. If I don't like the end of the book, I ain't reading another 200 pages. I have ADD, OCD, PDQ, ABAD. I don't know. I got all those things. I'm not reading it. So when I first got to a church, someone said, well, start in Genesis. Thou which saith, thou mightest and smiteth, thy lowest, thee doest, and thee, yeah. I'm like, I don't know Lewis. And he said, another friend of mine, actually Siobhan's brother, who was the one that discipled me, he said, read the end. Anybody here read the end? If you haven't, go to the back of the book. Read the end. See how it ends. If you don't like it, put it away. But when I read it, I found out we win. And, and we kick ass and take names, too. Huh? That's my favorite part. When we come down and say, we will smite the almighty smiter. And Anyway, too many old movie references. And here's what I think. Anybody been here and said, man, my life sucks? And just nod. You don't have to hold a finger up. Can't you hold your hand up? My life sucks. It stinks. This is the worst day of my life. Hmm? Anybody said that? Come on. This is the worst day I've ever had in my whole life. Okay, well, that's your one-thirtieth of an inch. Hmm? Did, did Google show you how thick a... One thirty. I don't even. I can't even. I don't even know. Tiny. Nothing's ever going to change. My whole life's going to be like this. Anybody been there? My life is stuck. It's just. It's never going to change. And if you be like me, you get to the point. If this is my life, I'm out. I'm going to ride the lightning. I'm going to punch my ticket because I can't take this. If I have no hope, I cannot take this. And that 100-foot line looks like a 1,000 miles. It would be like me walking from here to Dallas. 
want to be dying. It just looks like it's going to go on forever. What am I going to do? What am I going to do? And I read the book. And the book says, we win. So, I'm trying to figure out the length of life. We all are. Where does life begin? Where does life end? And so we're going to watch one of my favorite stupid clips. I think it's about two and a half seconds, so don't blink. I think we're going to watch it. Boom. You know what happens. At the end of the movie, he says, we're not falling, we're gliding with grace or falling with, with style or something like that. So what's infinity? Any math whiz kids here? Come on, you're smiling. What's infinity? I'm looking right at you. Look, yeah, you, the you, the you, you and me. I got you. What is infinity? Your definition. Never ends. Okay, what's the difference between infinity and eternity? What's the difference? Oh. Eternity. So we're going to put the slide of the scripture that I was reading earlier back up. 1 Peter 8 through 11. And they're just going to move it along. I'm not going to read it, Andrew. You just, you know, let them think of me reading and then go a little bit faster. <laughs> I have this 100-foot life, and I'm trying to figure out my span of life to infinity and beyond to eternity. And I think 100 feet is about right in the scope of that. But I can tell you there was a time in my life that I thought that would be the end. Stopped right there. That's not what Papa says. That's, I call him Big Papa. I didn't really know what a father was. And I came to understand that he was a good dad. He was a great father. Because he says, and I believe, if he, the great I am, knows you, and knew you know him in your heart, you can't lose, right? You can't lose. Anybody watch Gonzaga and UCLA? See the last shot? That brother did not even blink. He just went, and he ran towards the stands like this. He didn't even have to look. Why? Because he knew he couldn't lose. He knew he couldn't lose. How would you play the game of your life if you knew you could not lose? How would you? How would you play your game? Come on, man. How would you play your game? I'm looking right at you, brother. Come on. You would play it loose and easy and happy and laughing because you know, I can't lose. I read the end of the story. We win. And some of us play our game like we're going to lose every freaking inning. We're going to rim every single shot. Our life is never going to change. We're stuck. It's never going to get better. And that's not what Papa says. Papa says you're his kid. Papa says, I'm going to see you at the end of your hundred. Because the sad thing is, if you don't know him, if you don't know him, the hundred is it. That's where it ends. I just lost my dad 
a little bit before Christmas. And our last conversation was horrible. And that's my conversation that I live with. He was not an easy man. He was not a good father. But he was my dad. You know, we can all, I can whine about all the things that happened to me. My house and sports, army, coming home, getting sick, getting whacked in the head by a tree. But you know what? If all those things didn't happen to me, I couldn't be here today. I couldn't say I understand how it feels. Right? I understand. But I also understand the thought of standing where my dad stood. Sick as can be. Just gone through some horrible operations and he was just losing it like he does. And I had to call him out because he was just, he was hurting my older sister's feelings so horribly. And less than 48 hours later, he was dead. I never talked to him again. But I have hope. There was a time that my dad worked with Billy Graham Crusades, and he'd go down into the toughest parts of East Cleveland, kind of like East St. Louis or East, East, East of anything, just seems like, you know. And he, he shared Christ. He led people to the Lord. So I know I know that it is his 100-foot place. He got to go beyond. And I'm going to see that sucker. He's actually going to be happy and smiling. I'm not sure if I'll recognize him. But I know I can go there with him. As long as that's not the end. Some of us are so worried about tomorrow. We're worried about what's going to happen when I'm out of school. What's going to happen when... If this marriage doesn't work out, what's going to happen with my kid who's sideways? What's going to happen in my marriage? I mean, my greatest fear is that I would die before Siobhan. Seriously. People ask me, well, when do you want to die? I go, one second after her. Because I couldn't imagine my life without her in it. A better part of me is the woman sitting in the front row. So here's what I'm going to say. We're not going to make this a long service tonight. But some of you are working on people that need to know there's life beyond 100 feet. Don't give up. Please don't. Please, please, please don't give up. Because people didn't give up on me. And I'll tell you what, I was damn sure worth giving up on. And any of the words that I said here that are not in the Bible... You just have to find my translation. You'll see them there. The new revised Doug International. So we're going to open up the altar and um, Pastor Glenn and Brianna and, and uh, Allie and the maestro over here is going to be up here with me. And If there's somebody that you're struggling with, but you need to get him past 100 feet, need to get her past 100 feet, Come up here and take some time. We're not going to pray with you. We'll pray over you. If there's something in you that feels like it's breaking, come on up here. 
And I say this with all honesty, if you're not sure where you're going after that 100-foot mark, come on up here. It could be a relationship with the Father. And there comes a point where you can't fix it. And that hurts. Could be a, a sibling. Could be an ex. Could be whatever. Could be a coach. Could be an injury. Could be some trauma that no one else could understand but you. But here's what I want to give you an opportunity to do tonight. Come up here and talk to Papa. Let him speak to your heart. That doesn't mean healing is easy. I'm still in counseling. I left the military almost 40 years ago. But I'm getting better. As long as my wife's not, and I think I'll probably be okay. So it's open. If you feel good about where you're at, God bless you and keep you. Make his face to shine upon you. Be gracious unto you and bring you peace. For those of us who need to take care of something or intercede for somebody or maybe you just got something that's you're just stuck on and it just seems to be holding you. Man, I want to see all y'all up there. And I want you to see me because I'll have my blonde curly hair back and I'm going to look really good. <laughs> Tanned Lots of hair. I know it's hard to imagine. So, um, so if it's you, um, I'm not going to have a lot of talking or anything. And if you need to go, go. But if you got stuff you need to take care of, we are so glad that you joined us today. If you made a spiritual decision today. Whether that be dedicating your life to Christ for the first time or rededicating your life to Christ, email us at info at wearebridge.church and let us know you made that spiritual decision. Also, if you are joining our Bridge Church online family for the very first time, we have a special gift for you. Email us at info at wearebridge.church to share some information so we can get that gift out to you. We're so happy that you joined us today and we can't wait to see you soon. Make sure to stay connected because we are so much better together. Oh,